the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and certainly you're welcome to join us anytime you want. It's easy. It's a car show. It's about cars, RVs, tire, tire pressure, fluids, synthetic oil versus semi-synthetic oil versus conventional oil. And the conventional oil I affectionately call Fred Flintstone oil because that's what we all grew up on. And obviously we have three levels and three qualities and three pricing structures for the three oils that we have today. What's important about the oil, though, I can tell you in a nutshell, is it's all backward compatible. It's just like DOS. It's just like Windows. It's just like everything else in your life. It's backward compatible. So you can use a synthetic oil in your car if you want to, no matter what year, make, or model it is. It'll provide superior protection from heat, from wear, from all kinds of stuff. It it has detergent in an oil isn't really scrubbing bubbles, so to speak. It's when the byproduct of the wear of the engine falls into the oil, the oil holds it in suspension. So pretend this little drop of microscopic metal comes off of the crankshaft, which is normal. It goes down into the oil, but it doesn't fall to the bottom of the oil pan where all the trash is at. It stays in suspension so that when that oil goes through the filter, the filter will grab that. So detergent in an oil isn't a scrubbing bubbles. Nothing I want to create the perception it's scrubbing bubbles. Detergent holds the trash in suspension. It's kind of like dropping an olive in a glass of water. Well, the olive's either going to float or it's going to fall to the bottom. Well, dirt and detergent in oil, it holds the olive in the middle. So the next time it goes through the filter, we clean it up. Those are the kinds of things we talk about, but if you have a car problem or if you have an estimate in front of you and you're wondering about the symptoms of the estimate or you're wondering about if the pricing was okay and stuff like that, I can only talk parameters, but I'm, I mean, it's best that I just talk to parameters, but we're welcome, you're welcome to do that. There's five lines, and they're all open right now, 602-508-0960. 0960 is because you're listening to The Patriot at 960 KKNT. And we already have a caller. And who might that be, Gil? Say good morning to Linda. Linda, good morning. Good morning. Yes, ma'am. Can I help you? Yes, ma'am. Yes, I have a 2008 Infiniti G37. And I've had it to like five different places. And I cannot, they cannot diagnose it correctly. So I wanted to get some ideas from you. Tell me what the symptoms are. It was hit, um, a hit involved in a hit and run. A car was going towards it and hit it in the driver's front panel, quarter panel, okay. and it was parked. And since then, I had it in a body shop who did run diagnostics. They replaced the quarter panel 
I got it back in a no, still no, 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 wobbling. Hold on. Linda, Linda, stop. Yes. I don't care what they did and wasn't successful. I, okay. Discussing what they did and what, what what I want from you is what's described now, what it's doing now that you're unhappy with. It's vibrating in the steering wheel. And then when I while I'm at a stoplight, if I put it in neutral, it stops. Okay, we are halfway there. Okay. Have you ever have you ever tried new, close your eyes, you put it neutral, you feel it, you put it in reverse, you feel it, you put it in drive and you feel it. Have you tried that test? Yes. Okay, does it vibrate in both reverse and drive? Yes. Okay. And the RPMs and go put, down. Okay, I'm not. I, we're not going to do RPMs right now. This just we're okay. just asking questions and answers. So what I hear you say is, is that when you're in neutral, it's it's a smooth feeling, and when you put it into drive, you feel the vibration of the engine, perhaps. And when you take it and go past neutral to reverse, you feel the vibration in the engine. Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah. Okay. It's not that hard. <laughs> Your engine sits on three big rubber pillows. It's two engine mounts and one tranny mount. And so it's a piece of metal with a big sandwich of maybe an inch, inch and a half thick of rubber. And then there's metal on the top, metal on the bottom. The top bolts to the transmission, the bottom bolts to the frame. And so the engine sits on four pi- or three pillows. And, and right. when we put it in drive, the motor actually lifts up on the left side of the motor. And when you when that happens, it it relieves the stress of the front mount or the left mount, whichever whether it's four wheel dr- front wheel drive or rear wheel drive. And so we know that. So we we get in your car, we're in neutral, we close our eyes, we put it in reverse, we feel it, we rev the motor a little bit, we see if the RPMs make a difference. Then we put it back in neutral, it's still gone. We go back to drive, we go to reverse, and we do that. That's what us old guys do. And mm-hmm. so this isn't that hard to fix. But you're not going to get the quarter or the the loop, the the quick loop facility, or the tire shop to do this because this isn't in their ballpark. What part of town do you live in? Sun City. Okay, um, I would probably go down to Larry Harker's Auto at 38th Avenue and Indian School. I'd make an appointment there. I would say to them that I have a vibration in the vehicle that I can duplicate, and I would like to have you take a look at it for me. Okay. And uh, I, can I do am that. 100% sure that Bob and Ellen, Ellen's the front counter lady and uh, and the boss, and Bob, who's in the shop <laughs> with the technicians, I'm 100% sure that they can identify the problem. Now, I've it's going to do... be... Yeah. On a 1 to 10 scale, um, Linda, this is a 5. So I can't comment on where you've had it and how come nobody can do it. If you're telling, <laughs> if you're answering my questions truthfully with a yes, no, or I don't know, then clearly we have a, a vibration that's in, in a loaded position on the shifter. Mm-hmm. Th- this isn't going to be an engine problem. This isn't going to be a spark plug problem. This isn't going to be a fan belt problem or a transmission problem. It's not going to be any of those. There's something wrong with the mounts. One of them's collapsed. One of them's broken. One of them's grounded. Th- that's the problem. Okay. So... I mean, that's the only choice I can offer you. We have to get you away from... How many shops have you been to? Five. And all of them had a different diagnosis? The last one was a transmission place, and they said 
no, no, no motor mounts, no transmission mounts. Everything suspicion looked good. Um, and so I, out of five, I thought, okay, one more, and surely that'll be the same one. Diagnosis as the others, but okay. it sounds like it to well, me. You got it right. Well, looking at, the, looking at the motor mounts is quite different than testing the motor mounts. It takes two people to test the motor mounts. So under the best of conditions, this is a 10-minute job loaded on the hoist. The, one of the seasoned guys gets inside. You ready, John? Yeah, Mark. Ready when you are. Okay. Go ahead and put it in drive, and I want you to just give it a little bit of rupa, rupa with the throttle, and I want to see you stretch that right side engine mount because you're in drive. Actually, the left side. I'm, I got my torque situation backwards. So he's going to get in there, and he's going to put it in drive, and he's going to touch the gas. Rupa, rupa. And I'm going to see the mount stretch and fall back on rubber. Stretch on, fall back on rubber. Or I see the mount come apart. <laughs> I look and go, whoa, we got a broken mount. But you can't see a broken mount most of the time. you got to see it stretched. So you take oh, the engine a- and you tilt the engine. So... I, I can't is explain why you're test? having that kind of a problem. I'm sorry? Is that a, is that a stall test? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You get in, and, and you put it in drive, and you hold your foot on the brake, and you're not going to let the car move, and you throttle up real hard and let go. Throttle up real hard and let go, but somebody down below is watching the mount. So between the two of you, you both have to say, I didn't feel anything up north in the cab, and you didn't see the mount come apart down below. We're home free. Now mm-hmm. I go to reverse. I do the same thing, and I'm stretching the mounts. And so, I mean, anyway, um, Linda um, uh, Harker's Automotive, H-A-R-K-E-R-S at 38th Avenue and Indian School would be your best place. Just call and make an appointment and ask them if they would. Uh, don't tell them it's a motor mount problem. You say, I have a vibration that is there in drive and reverse and not there in neutral. Is that a fair representation of your problem? Yes. Okay, that's what. See, that's all we need to know. Us old gray-haired guys have been around the block a few times, so I'm sending you to a good guy. Good luck to you, Linda. Thank you very much for calling. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Folks in our industry, it's no different than doctors and lawyers and dentists and painters and and real estate agents and and uh, all that. There's there's people that are well versed. And they typically are in the center of the market. And then you've got the newbies that came in that just got out of school or just, just passed the test or whatever. And then you got the really, really old, old guys that typically um, have a good handle. Now, it is true that in the car industry, we went from a very simple ignition system and fuel delivery system to a very sophisticated fuel system and, and ignition spark and, and fuel delivery system. But to be honest with you, we're delivering the fuel and the spark the same way we used to. We're just using different components to do it. So we have a crankshaft sensor instead of a pickup coil in the distributor. We have the coil on top of the spark plug instead of one coil handling eight spark plugs. So the progression is a normal progression. It's something that's easily identifiable. It's easy for us to pick up on it. The problem that we have today is is that everybody believes that the code in the computer is the problem. And... Um, in, based on our analysis, half the time that's not true, <laughs> and half the time it is related to that, but it's not related to the replacement of the component. It's to put the vacuum line back on the map sensor, or to clean the connection <clears throat> of the throttle sensor, or to clean up the EGR valve, or the idle air control motor. So there's a lot to it, and diagnosis today is a lot easier because we're all a lot smarter, 
and us gray-haired guys are a lot smarter than... But we also hire the young bucks because they have the fundamental knowledge. And so when we hire for, for our, our shops, we are interested in those guys. We're going to start off with an oil change, and they're going to be doing oil changes and tire rotation. And when you're not busy, I want you to go over here next to Eddie and follow Eddie around. And you're going to get paid an hourly wage, but we're going to kind of train you as we go along. And then Eddie's going to give you a report card after three or four months and see if we move you into the very beginnings of your own little bay and your own little business within our business. And we can start dispatching work to you. So that's kind of how it works. 602-508-0960. The most important thing to do when you take your car in for repair is to write down what it's doing. Write down what it's doing and describe exactly how to make it happen just like Linda and I talked about. How do you make it happen? Does it happen in park and in neutral? No, it doesn't. Does it happen in reverse? Yes, it does. Does it happen in drive? No, it doesn't. That's what you need to say. And say, I can duplicate it in the parking lot if you want to send a technician out to take a look at it. Now, I'll do it, and then he can sit there and do it too. But with that kind of a discussion where you give us really good information, we're going to turn you down and say, we got it. And then we're going to say, how did you know to say that to us? And you say, my dad used to be a mechanic or something like that. That's fine with me. 602-508-0960. For adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy, now there's SkyRizzy. Rizin Kizumab Rizza, a prescription-only 150-milligram injection. With SkyRizzy, three out of four people achieve 90% clear skin at four months. And SkyRizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Nothing in me go hand in hand. Nothing on my skin. That's my new play. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. With SkyRizzy, you could achieve 90% clearer skin. Ask your doctor about the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic and psoriasis and visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more. I was in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean when it happened. There was a sudden jolt and our submarine crashed on the seafloor. We were in total darkness. That's Dr. Dejana Figueroa, a marine biologist and STEM teacher, talking about a deep sea dive she'll never forget. It's funny, when I was a kid, I was afraid of the ocean. And there I was, two miles below the surface. But as a scientist, you prepare for that. Using our training and a little creativity, we fixed the sub and finished our experiments. The dive was just too important. Every dive gives us glimpses at things few people ever get to see. Blowing creatures, fiery undersea volcanoes. When we got back to the surface, I kissed the ground and called my mom, of course. But you know what? I wouldn't trade that dive for anything. Dr. Figueroa uses her passion for STEM to discover new things and make the world a better place. She can STEM, so can you. Check out She Can STEM for more stories and inspiration. A message from the Ad Council. (laughs) Hey, everyone. Let's all stop what we're doing right now and take a moment. That felt good, huh? Just like that, we had a nice, special sort of moment. Together. Of course, they don't all need to be quiet moments to be special. They could be loud moments, goofy moments, sporty moments, dorky moments. Moments where we talk or walk or just 
hang out. It doesn't really matter. They all count. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. <laughs> Sounds like somebody agrees. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Today, call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Thousands of young people are dying from counterfeit prescription drugs laced with lethal doses of fentanyl. Just one counterfeit pill laced with fentanyl can kill. Visit OnePillKilled.org to learn more. 20 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Folks, when I refer you to a shop, it's because I know the owner, I have his cell phone number, and I know he's been in business for many, many years. And in every corner of the valley, I have shops that are my go-to shops. They're guys that are really good at diagnosis. And you can find this list on MarkSalem.com, my website. But when it comes to specific issues, there's guys that are just really, really good at certain things. And it may not be the closest to you geographically, but it's still, in my opinion, the very best guy. And, and folks, it is true that my shop is capable of doing most, if not all, like other shops, can do this kind of diagnosis. But this show isn't about my shop. It's about you and your problems. So if you have a car question, now's the time to call 602-508-0960. There's four lines open. you got a one in four chance and not very long wait. But, Mike, you, you're up next. How can I help you? Thanks for taking the call. I have a 2016 Chevy Silverado work truck. We use them for delivery and, and uh, maintenance. But I, I, we were in the desert out in Yuma, and the battery went dead. So I was able to get it jumped, and it was late, so I brought it into Yuma, and I had to go to a, um, like an O'Reilly's, I think, but one of those, and I got a battery. He installed the battery. I drove all the way back to Phoenix, and I saw that my headlights weren't working well. Got into Phoenix, and my right headlight was very dim, and I thought it might be a ground to that headlight, but I took it to the shop next to my business, and he called me and says, you got a bad headlight. I said, okay, but I don't really think it's a bad headlight. <laughs> He's the idea. I didn't see it. I said, okay. So I bought the headlight. He installed the headlight, brought it home. Uh, didn't really look at it until about a week later. We were out at, at a job at night, and the right headlight is still really dim. And it's not the headlight. I think it's a ground. But you tell me, what What do you think it is, or what should well, I look this for? Is, this is a 10-second a, a answer. With a digital voltometer, you test the power at the headlight to ground and check the voltage, and then you go to the battery power, and you go to the ground on the headlight switch, and you check the voltage, and one of them is going to be deficient, and go fix it. It's no big and deal. that's exactly what I thought. That's exactly what I thought. Okay. So, that's all you do. You're, you're, it's called but, a volt drop test. Okay, so, but I don't do that. So what I'm saying is my shop didn't do that. Obviously, put a headlight in it. <laughs> Who's going to do that if he won't do that? Just any shop? Well, wait a minute. You can't judge all of us because of one. No, I'm not judging all of you. I'm saying saying he didn't do that. So just any general repair shop? Or do I need to take it to someone like Elliott Electric? It used to be someone like that. Where do you live? Uh, Northwest side. Okay. You can go to uh, Auto Dynamics. Um, That's Sun City. Uh, 99th Avenue and Grand. Uh, you can go to um, Action Auto Repair, I-17 in Deer Valley. You can go to Kurtz. I know them I, well. I'll go 
That's yeah. If you go to Action Auto Repair and you go to Tom, just tell him Mark Salem says you don't have a prayer in hell of being able to fix this simple thing and call him and he'll walk <laughs> you through the system, okay? But I'll take it to him and let him fix it. I'm, I am quite sure that, uh, that, that Tom can handle this. All right, well, thank you very much. That's very kind of you. And, and folks, these, these, you, since 1988, I've been on the radio in the Valley in two stations. I came to KKNT in 2011. So what's that, 12 years ago? So there's always a risk of, of sending somebody to a shop and, and the customer having a bad experience or the shop catching the car on fire or something like that. But you know what? I am so proud of the group of shops that I can refer you to because they're all really good and they all really know what's going on. Not too long ago, Dave Martin saved my bacon. We had a car that we couldn't fix. We just didn't know what was going on. It's a problem we had never seen before. Dave figured out that when the guy put this performance enhancement device on his car, that there was this tube, and he admitted that he saw the tube, he admitted he didn't know where it went, and he threw it away. So Dave caused, called the manufacturer of this performance device, and he goes, oh, are you got a barrel code? And Dave goes, yep. And he goes, oh, well, I'll send you a new tube. He shouldn't have thrown that away. Put a new tube on it. It was done. Now, that car had been to a whole lot of shops, including my own, and we didn't figure it out, but Dave did. Dave and, and Martin's Auto. So he's a good guy, and, uh, and and this it isn't about all these shops. It's about you and your problems, and the lines are wide open, 602 508 0960 602 One of the things that we don't like as shop owners is people who come in, and it's always the man. Don't come in and tell us what you read on the Internet. My eyes are going to glaze over, and your diagnostic charge just tripled. That's all there is to it. I'm not ashamed to tell you that. I am not interested in you telling me how to fix your car. I think the conversation should be, give me, take me to the car, show me the car, and show me the problem, and then I mean, and okay arrange for diagnostics. And understand that in the electrical system, uh, volt drop test we just talked about, it's going to be this. It's going to be $67.50 to find it and $3 to fix it. That's what it's going to be. In the testing procedure, you're going to find out what's wrong. And so you're, they're going to fix it, which is a bad connection. That's all it is. So those are the kinds of things that, that we have to deal with. But what we don't want to deal with, and you wives know this, you, you know that when you go into the shop and you tell them what your husband said to fix, you know that, that there are, the service writer's eyes glaze over. They look down. They don't want to look you in the eye. They just know this is a crash waiting to happen. Because if he knew what was wrong with it, then he'd fix it himself. But he doesn't know, but he went to Mr. Google, and Mr. Google told him that this is what's wrong. You need to replace the gas cap if your windshield wipers don't work. That's just a ridiculous assumption, and everything off the Internet, 75% of everything off the Internet, is ridiculous. And here's why. They don't ask questions like I do. They don't ask questions. Tell me about that vibration. Do you feel it in the seat of your pants or in the steering wheel? Why do I ask that? The seat of your pants is the back of the car, and the steering wheel is the front of the car. It's that simple. But those guys at Google don't answer that. And you don't know if you're talking to a convict in Connecticut that's in a prison that's you know, perpetuating this, this idea that he's a master tech and that he's going to help everybody with their car problems. And you have to be able to give me volt re voltage readings. If we're doing some kind of voltage test, you need to give me your voltage readings and I can tell you what's the matter. You have a bad ground, you have a bad ground connection, but I can't tell you where it's at. You're going to have to track it down. 
So you're going to follow that ground backwards until here I have a bad ground and here I don't. Ooh, look, the two of them are joined right there by that bolt. Is that, oh, is that bolt tight? No, no, it isn't. I'll take it apart, wire brush it up, put the bolt back in, tighten it up, boom, fixed. So that's how it works. And most all of us in the in the repair industry, you're going to find dealerships, independent shops, um, chain stores, quick loop facilities. Everybody's in a dollar fifty, hundred and fifty to two hundred dollars an hour labor. But most of us keep track of the labor. Most of us know the technician can't come in and say he had an hour and a half on that um, when we have security cameras all over the shop and, and he spent the last forty five minutes up in the men's restroom. So it's not going to fly. Those are the kinds of things that we have to deal with as owners, and, 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 and by and large, we do a good job at that. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. One of the things I heard earlier today in the show was somebody went to the, I think it was O'Reilly's or AutoZone. That is a good place to go for a battery alternator question, but they can tell you if the battery's okay or not, and they can tell you if the alternator's putting out or not. But they really can't tell you if the alternator's putting out. They can't really condemn the alternator right there. There has to be some more tests. A lot of people will just take that them at their word, and they'll put an alternator in there. But when you put the alternator in there and you have the same problem, then you'll remember you heard Mark Salem say that there is more work after that. So you have to identify the specific problem. For instance, if the battery has lost a ground to the fender well and the and the um, alternator and the engine get the, the ground from the same place we're going to have a problem so you can put alternators in that car until we're all dead and you're never going to fix it till you fix the ground that the motor's supposed to be grounded to the frame the batteries grounded to the frame the frames grounded to the fenders the fenders are grounded to the engine the fenders are also grounded to the transmission we have grounds everywhere so we have to have everything that has a voltage that we switch on and off attached, unattached, lit up, unlit, that kind of stuff, we have to have power and ground. But, you know, it really takes about a half an hour to check them all, so it's not that big of a deal. 602-508-0960. No li- all lines are open. 602-508-0960. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Tune in to Cover Your Assets with Logan Marcus. So being a fiduciary at its heart really just requires that you to be effective, responsible, communicative, and competent. Get on the right path to achieve your retirement goals. This is something that we'll want to customize and talk to you about specifically, tailor make it to your circumstances. Cover Your Assets with Logan Marcus. Saturdays at 4 p.m. right here on 960 The Patriot. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. 
A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hey guys, let's play some video games. This new dad plays video games with his sons. But the challenge feels like he's lifting a metric ton. So many buttons. His avatar just stares at the walls, twists and turns and somehow falls. Help me. He's tangled up in the controller's cords. I just don't understand this crazy digital world. Crazy, crazy digital world. Heroes and worlds. But the love from his kids is totally apparent. To be the perfect parent. You should have just played catch. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit adoptuskids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Introducing the YMCA. What? You already know the Y? Or so you think. Sure, you know the why for a swim, a workout, even a game of hoops. But did you know we're more than that? We're a cause. When you take your jump shot at the why, someone else is getting job training. Take a cardio class while kids are in an after-school enrichment program. Practice your downward-facing dog as a teen practices her leadership skills. That's the why. We work with people no matter their age, income, or background and give them the opportunity to learn, grow, and thrive, all with one simple goal in mind, to strengthen our community. And we've got so much more that does just that. So while you might think of the Y as that place for lifting weights, we're also about lifting entire communities. Introducing the Y. We're so much more than a place. We're a cause. Visit ymca.net slash more. Plenty of people start something great in their 40s and 50s. Getting your retirement savings on track is no different. Go to aceyourretirement.org, and in three minutes, you'll get personalized tips to help boost your retirement savings. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. All about that Back here, everybody. About 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, we have um, three lines taken, and we have two that's available, 602-508-0960. I'm going to go straight to the calls. Dean was first. Dean, you're up first. How can I help you? Hey, Mark. Uh, love the show. Um, I'm a retired mechanic, 34 years. Um, I have a 06 Dodge Ram, 3,500, one-ton, cab, the whole nine yards. Um, the blend door has uh, two little plastic uh, nubs on it to create the hinge. One of those nubs broke off. Got a recommendation down there in Phoenix area who would might be able to pull that whole dash apart and change that blend door? Or if I can even get a blend door? Do you have a hot glue gun? Do I have a what? A hot glue gun? <laughs> I thought I about 3D printing because... I don't, you know, I don't think you can get that door. Well, if if the door's broken, can you, I mean, can you get access to it? Yeah, I took the two pieces out through the uh, blower motor access. Okay. When you take the blower motor out, you can reach where it goes. Okay. I would fix it. I mean, you know, we use hot glue guns on plastic dashboard parts all the time. And, yeah. And, uh, and, and I mean, uh, Eddie the other day had a, he had a, a bigger portion of a heater core 
uh, housing, and uh, he just took a piece of uh, of galvanized steel and just cut it, okay. and then he just put two little t- number ten screws with nuts on the back of them and just covered it all up and put it all pulled it all together and put it back on. Yeah, yeah. He said they can pay for the door, which is a special order part, and have the truck out of service for a couple of days, or they can pay me an hour to MacGyver this thing back together. <laughs> I yeah, said, yeah, I'm yeah. thinking he'll do that. <laughs> but the answer, okay, um, who could do that? What part of town are you in? I actually live in Bullhead City, but I'd okay. be willing to take it down. Uh, I know there's that diesel repair shop that's advertised on this station a lot. Um are you Look talking about name. Strictly uh, Diesel up on I-17 and Pinnacle Diesel. Peak? Strictly Diesel. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know if he would pull, you know, that, the whole dash has to come out of that truck to put a door in there. So It, it does. It, it, it's, it's, it, it pays north of five hours. So it, it's, and that that's you it? and I both wow. know that that's not a piece Woo-hoo. of cake. So, no, that's but, not, but that it, don't even pay enough. Yeah. So um, you could, you could do that now. Um. You know, Blackwell's at 40th and, and Greenway, but he's on the northeast oh, corner of the valley. Um, okay. You know, yeah, on like the it. northwest corner of the valley is Action Auto Repair. He's up there north on I-17 and Deer Valley, and then Kurtz is on I-17 and Bell. All of those guys could take care of this. But if you're, okay. I suspect if you've a, a been a technician for a, a while, you still have some MacGyverness in you. And, and Yeah, you can, I just don't... You, too old to lay under that dash <laughs> you know okay okay fair enough and and you know what you could do too if if the you had the door off once though yes uh well you pull the blower motor with the squirrel cage out and the the door is you know five by six with these little round um wall or um uh, macadamia nut size nipples uh-huh. that stick out and the one nipple broke off so i was okay. able to pull the door out get the other piece out and i have the two pieces it's made of a like a phenolic you can see the fibers in it yeah um yeah. i would have you know, to glue I, it in I, place or you know yeah i don't know if you could take the glove box out and have any better access to it but um you know you I, i've seen i've seen macgyvers um take a a one inch phillips head self-tapping wood screw and just go through the outer cover through the side cover and not through the heater core (laughs) i get what you're saying i see what you're saying there yeah this is the macgyver in me (laughs) i have your truck (laughs) no that i never thought of it that way because i you know i'm i'm fully an oe guy everything's got to be stock and normal so to put a screw through the outside of a heater box is just like it throws my thinking all off, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I know. Well, and then you'll notice I threw in there, don't run it through the heater core or the evaporator, and, and I know you know that they're both in that box. So, anyway. No, I know, and that's Dean, why I'd rather pay somebody else. If they put a screw in my heater core, they can fix it. <laughs> you're right. Keep insurance. You're right. Thank you. Thank you, Dean. Thank you very much. Ed, you're up next. How can I help you, Ed? Morning, Mark. I've got a new used truck. It's an 01 Ranger. And uh, uh, the the temp gauge doesn't work, and I just wondering if you could uh, give me some pointers on how to troubleshoot that. If it's the sender or the gauge, easy, easy peasy. Um, you're going to turn the key on, engines off, and, you, and you're going to look at the gauge, and then you're going to find the sender that's going to be close to the front of the intake manifold, close to the thermostat housing, more than likely. You're going to take the wire off, and you're going to ground the wire while somebody watches the gauge. 
if the gauge oh, swings okay. to the opposite side. If the gauge is on the hot side, it'll swing to the cold side. If it's on the cold side, it'll swing to the hot side. That tells you the gauge is working, the sender's bad. All right. Well, I got a couple of guys right here. We're going to give her a shot. Thank you very much. Okay. Oh, you're more than welcome. Good Good luck to you. Thank you. Larry, you're up next. How can I help you? Oh, thanks for taking my call, Mark. You've helped me like four different times. Always give me good advice. Uh, I got a 2000. Oh, yeah, it's been great. I've had a, I've got a 2005 Sequoia 4x4 with the 4.7 engine. In fact, you helped me get the, uh, you educated me on how to get my spark plugs after 200,000 miles of not changing them out one time. (laughs) But anyway, it worked and I didn't have any damage. Um, I've got three codes. One's a crank sensor, one's a pressure solenoid in the transmission sensor, and one's an EVAP leak. However, the lights go on and off on their own randomly. I don't have any changes in how the car drives, starts, uses gas, uh, shifts. There's really no symptoms. So I was going to ask you, you know, how, how urgent is it for me to kind of hunt this down? Well, you can you can just wait until you have to go through emissions, and of course you won't go through emissions with history and codes, right? But um, but you could go to your next emission stop, and 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 no big deal. Uh, okay. Now that's assuming that you're still smelling the exhaust every once in a while, and it doesn't turn to rotten eggs, and the fuel economy falls, and then all of a sudden when you crank over the engine, it, it's got a different noise to it. Those are all symptoms of something that you need to address. But if you wanted to ignore the codes and you wanted to know when am I going to have to do something, the answer is is your next emissions test. Got it. Makes sense. Okay. Good show. I, right. I live out here in Texas now. I used to listen to you all the time in uh, Arizona. So now, where part? What part in Texas? Uh, Lavernia, south of uh, San Antonio. Okay, um, m- my wife spends a lot of time there in the in the hill country. Yeah, the hill country, beautiful. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and Kerrville. Um, and we have Kerrville. friends in Kerrville, and uh, and he owns a motorcycle shop there. If you ever need a motorcycle, just go in and say, "Hey, put my my twelve thousand dollar <laughs> motorcycle on Mark Salem's bill," and, and he'll throw you out like he did my wife. Yeah, anyway, my wife well, and I drive up there. Thank you. <laughs> All righty, you betcha. All right, lines are wide open, 602-508-0960. You have one in five chance if you want to call, 602-508-0960, and we'll be right back. Are you tired of exposing your retirement stock to market risk? How would you like the potential to participate in credited interest from market-indexed returns and limit the downside? Join Adam Rosendahl for the Safe Money and Income Radio Show on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. You can also call Adam Rosendahl now for your complimentary customized Safe Money and Income Kit and Safe Money and Income Book. 1-844-452-SAFE. That's 1-844-452-7233. Maybe it's time to take a fresh look at everything we thought we knew about landing a great job. For instance, what if phenomenal careers start at the middle school science fair instead of at the job fair? If being the captain of the robotics team means just as much on a college application as being captain of the football team. And if knowing the quadratic formula is every bit as important as knowing the right people. Well, the fact is, the jobs of the future will be heavily geared towards science, technology, engineering, and math. In other words, the future is STEM. More opportunities, better pay. And the road to these great jobs starts as early as middle school. So if you're a student, talk to your school counselor about STEM. If you're a parent, talk to your kids. Because the job you'll get in the future may very well depend on what you do today. A public service message from America's Navy. 
It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work. <laughs> I get it. You're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60, two over 50, one over 40, one more if you're not physically active, another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes, another if you've got high blood pressure, if you're overweight, raise another finger, two if you're very overweight, and three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio pre-diabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Well, welcome back, everybody. 44 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, 602-508-0960. We have four lines open, 602-508-0960. I need to clean something up on my one of my last callers, Larry. Um, uh, no, it was Ed who had the 01 Ranger. He had a temperature gauge or a sender question. Y- your truck's 22 years old, and I'm quite sure it has a single wire temp sensor somewhere on the intake manifold of that of that vehicle. When you have the key on and somebody's watching the gauge and you take the wire off and you ground the wire, um, it should make the gauge move. That that Then you're on the right sender. Um, I was struggling because many of the newer model cars get the engine temperature from the coolant sensor, and the coolant sensor is going to have a multiple wires to it. So I just wanted to make that distinction. I'm quite sure you have a temperature sender, and if not, then just get on like a rockauto.com, put in your VIN number, and identify what it looks like, and then you can do the test. Let's go to Steve. Steve, thank you for holding. How can I help you? Hi, Mark. Hey, um, I have a 2016 Ford uh, F-150 extended cab, and ever since I bought the, the truck brand new, the the front two windows, the automatic windows, would get all the way to the top and then just burst. Um, especially when the road's bumpy, if it's really, really smooth, I don't have that problem. I took it into the dealer, and they said they, they couldn't replicate the issue, and they couldn't, so they wouldn't fix it. Um, but this has been happening for, this is 2023, we're going on seven years now. Um, and this, so my, my thought, I'll just tell you my thought, is because there's no post, you're going to get a little more vibration in the door possibly, but it doesn't seem like this should. Okay, I you know. want you to drive the symptom again. Just quickly tell me the symptom again. What does it do or not do? So if the windows are all the way rolled down and I hit the automatic or the switch to roll them up automatically where you don't have to touch the switch. They get right to the top, like an inch from the top, and they reverse. Okay. Okay. Well, there's something probably binding the uh, the scissor on the very bottom of the window because it is true that m- with m- many electric motors that if there's an obstruction like a young person's head is in the window, the window's going to feel the resistance and then back off. So yeah, I... And, and, you know, I understand the, the Ford dealer's issue um, or any shop's issue. I can't make it happen. It's not doing it now. Um, now, let me ask you a question. On your button, are you holding the button in the up position, but it doesn't completely park? 
No, I just click it to where it automatically, I click it and release it, so it's automatically going up, so I'm not touching it. Okay, well, you need to try it the other way, too. Hold it all the way. Yeah, it doesn't work that way, either. Okay, it doesn't work right that way, either. Correct. Okay, so either way, we're parking the window just a little bit before it's fully closed. Right. And and it doesn't doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. It just reverses. Oh, so well, it's the same thing in my head. I mean, we're we're parking it short of of the of of its parking spot, or we're reversing it. It's because it's it feels something. It it it. There's a. There, how many miles has this truck got on it? Uh, fifty-five thousand. But it's done it since day one. Okay. Both, no, 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 both, no, 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 no. Don't. Let's not go off into tangents. There's a reason I ask okay. you that, and it has nothing to do with what you're going to guess. The okay. the reason I ask you that was is is it just an effort to determine how many times the windows have been up and down. So we can't work off of what you think. We have to work on off the facts. If I were you, um, I would wait until we. we I I don't know what to tell you. Uh, the 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 repair to me would be take the door panels off, take one of the door panels off, take the the the, the window regulator and the motor and uh, and take a look at them and lube everything up and see if we can get that window to go all the way up. How do you get to the window to park all the way deep within the molding? How do you make it happen? Well, the only way I can is I could be at a stop or on a very smooth road. Any vibration, any any bumps in the road causes it to reverse. Yeah, I've never heard of seen that before. So the the question is is do we have some kind of a bad connection at one of the switches? So maybe if that's now is it is it predominant to one or the other or is it the master switch that you're using at the driver's side and the master switch is controlling both windows and you have the problem? It's the master switch. I mean I okay. I've never been in the passenger seat to do it, but both windows have done it. Okay. Well, it would be worth having the t- to, to continuing your test and have someone, you know, whoever's there with you, um, have them try the window up and down, or, or or have your wife driving. You you operate the passenger windows. We just need more information. It's a, you, you're telling me about a problem I've never heard of before in my life. I yeah, just, me too. I I, <laughs> I, 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 but I think it's reversing because it's there's resistance. The question is, is where is there resistance? Is it in the motor? Is it in the switch? Because it's if a child head is in the window, it's supposed to reverse, and so yours is reversing early. So I, you know, that's the best I can offer you. You got two choices: to go in there and hire somebody to go in and test the windows, or try to identify what's wrong with it, or wait till it gets worse and easier to find. Those are your only two options. Yeah, okay. it's annoying, but I live with it. Thank you. All righty, Steve. Good luck to you. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Do we have anybody, Gil? Yes, sir. We got John. John, good morning. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. Love your show. Uh, Thank you. T- two quick questions. I'm restoring an old 56 Chevy um, pickup. Um, what Do you recommend any certain... I'm going to add AC into it. Do you uh, recommend any other band brand versus another one? What kind of brand? What for, for what component? Oh no, it's AC aftermarket AC unit. Oh, for a oh, vintage no. uh, truck. No, I I don't. As a matter of fact, I just restored a '55 one ton, but I didn't put air oh, in did it because it's a ranch truck. Oh, did you put AC in it? 
Nope, nope, it's a ranch truck. Oh, okay. We wouldn't put AC in that. You know, you get in with your cowboy buddies, and you got AC in your ranch truck that's a 1955 one-ton, and they're going to make fun of you. And for the rest of the time, it's not going to be fun. They're, they're going to make fun of you. In your particular case, I would not necessarily follow a brand of the AC. I would find a company who's been in business a very long time, who's done hundreds if not thousands of these conversions, and has great reviews. That's what I would look for. I wouldn't look for the brand of the because it has everything to do with the installation. I've had technicians that have applied for jobs, and I've had some that worked for me that could take a vintage skill or take a vintage package and 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 just screw it all up. And so it it really has to do with the quality of the person that's going to install it. What part of town are you in? I'm in Central Phoenix. So okay. uh, I probably used to be a... close to either Blackwell or uh, uh, or any of those places. Yeah, I, I think I would take it to Blackwell. I, I'd take the truck to Blackwell, and I would ask him a couple questions. If I hired you to put this air conditioning system in, what system would you buy? And number two, here's my name and phone number. Take a couple pictures of my truck, and would you call me with an estimate for not only the kit and the install, because you want one guy to buy the kit and install it so that you don't get the ping-pong ball effect where he goes, well, you need to deal with the manufacturer. No, you installed it. I bought that from you. I didn't buy it from the manufacturer. I bought it from you, Mr. Blackwell. And so Tom would be a good guy. He's certainly capable. Yeah, Yeah, because right now I'm putting in the new fuses and stuff in it. And then... uh, Another question too. Um, I'm putting a one-piece window, so I'm eliminating the um, the little wing window in that. Uh-huh. Um, the, I'm going to put electric windows because I know some of these aftermarket. I mean, made a year or something. Do you have any random? I mean, have you used one particular that's the next? You're breaking up real bad on my end, anyway. Gil, is is it coming through the board that way? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you're break. Again, I don't. Th- I don't want. I'm going to politely, and and nicely refuse to be your repair shop when you tell me what parts to buy and tell me how to fix your car. I'm not going to do that. You, you I want to buy the parts that I think I would put in that car if it was mine, and I would put them in, and I'll give you an estimate for that. So I, I don't think that, that you're you're really doing yourself a favor because the guy on the radio said to use the Delco brand, but somebody else said Motocraft is just as good, and then then somebody over here with the Dodge says, no, Chrysler's better. The, the Chrysler kit is better. I don't think that's good good for you. I think you, if you're going to deal with a shop, then deal with a shop. If you're going to deal with a do-it-yourself kit, then go by Google, uh, look at all their reviews, and look at all their stars and stripes and all that other kind of stuff, and, and pick something from there, which is what I did on the carburetor on my 55 Chevy. I needed a little one-barrel carburetor for the 55 Chevy. I already knew the OEM part number, so I started Googling it, and I found a whole bunch of people that had it, but what I really found was a guy that was duplicating them perfectly, and his reviews were out of this world. So I got the thing, I put it on, and the 55 Chevy drove like it never did before. And then I figured out I also had a plug fuel filter, but it was underneath the truck, and somebody had aftermarketed it, and it's okay, I just replaced it. 
so we're home free. But John, I got to run. Thank you very much. We're going to come back for another hour. If you'd like to join us, you can. All five lines are open. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. And who's the next caller? Say hello to Marty. Marty, good morning. Hey, good morning. Yeah, I got two questions. One, my wife's uh, 2006 GMC Sierra with a 4.8. We can drive around town for six months, no problem. You get out on the highway for 20 minutes, you'll get a, a bank one lean code. And okay. then we also have a gross lease. Is that related vacuum issue? or? Well, you just have to track it down. I mean, I, it, it's it's going to be in the in the fuel delivery and the vapor system. The question is, is what's not working? On your vapor system, we're supposed to suck the fumes off the fuel tank and burn them. And so the computer keeps track of opening and closing the purge valve and opening and closing all the necessary gates to get the fumes to be sucked into the engine. And and then the shop's going to have a tough time because if you've got two codes, do you start with the first one or the second one, or do you do a numerical order, or do you go into some of the history that we have available, and they say, when you have a code 21 and a 27, you should start on the 27 first, because sometimes the 27 will fix the 21. Those are the, those right. are the, die, those are the problems that you're going to have. And when you start talking about purge stuff, um, th- let me ask you this. Does, who fills up the truck? Yeah, my wife normally does. Okay, it hasn't she... been driven that much lately, so we haven't really filled it up all the way. Okay, all I'm interested in just yeah. an answer to the question, and here's why. Yeah. Does she click, click, yeah. click, and stuff the tank, or does she just pull the nozzle after the first or second click? Yeah, yeah, now, yeah, we know not to overfill. So yeah. Okay, okay, well, that's a good that's yeah. a good question and a good yeah. answer, but yeah. that, that yeah. fixes a whole lot of purge problems because we yeah. stuff the tanks. Yeah. And, and yeah. I've, I've been known to do that myself, So, but that's all. What part of town do you live in? I'm up in uh, Wickenburg, but okay. I, I was wondering, I wonder if most, if any auto stores, do they normally have like smoke machines as loaners? Well, and again, that if you come in and you say, I, I have an evaporative code, do you have a smoke machine? We don't want you because you're going to, you're trying to tell us how to fix it. We don't need anybody to tell us how to fix it. Before we pull the smoke machine out, there's a whole lot of work that needs to be done. So if you want us just to jump to the smoke machine and start filling everything up with smoke, it's just not the right way. So you you you, you all I want you to do is think about it from our point of view. Our point of view is just give us the symptoms and we're going to give you an estimate to find it and then once we find it, we're going to give you an estimate for the repair. That's how it works. So, uh, rarely we have we, everybody has smoke machines, but I bet we use ours once a month, and we process twenty or thirty cars a day. So you know we're not using that smoke machine a, a lot of times. Not, I mean, they don't get a lot of use. But nevertheless, the lines are wide open: six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. And you're welcome to give us a call. And then all we want to do is talk about your symptoms or the code, or we talk about what it does, and I and we ask questions and you answer questions. That's what it's it's give and take. And then I think I'll be able to get close with your answers and guide you to maybe somebody that can help you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.